Hello and welcome to episode 138 of Regular Features. Sitting on my left is a poorly boo-boo of a man. Introduce yourself. Hi, hey, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about me. My glands are swollen. My Why are they swollen? Is... What have you been using them for? I don't know. It's sucking dick, no spitting, doubt. Spitting, sucking, <laughs> schlocking, stuffing. It's very aggressive, guy. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Like sucking dick's a bad thing. It's not, it's amazing. It's nothing to be ashamed of. No, it's, it, you definitely shouldn't. And if you're really good at it, you should do it all the time. But when mm. your neck actually gets clogged up with spunk, <laughs> it's time to stop and have a little swallow, Steve. Oh, swallowing's painful. Are you saving it up for like winter, like a hamster? It's <laughs> <laughs> actually fucking the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. You've got pouches full of stale semen. <laughs> Just, oh, all, just all up inside your glands. On December 7th, they just punch one side of my neck. <laughs> oh, it just it's... trickles out your nose. Oh, there's, a, there's a crusty film that once you pierce that, it just a, a fresh lapping gush wallows around in your mouth. How did this happen? It's like 30 seconds oh, we've been recording for. It's quite in, an intense spunk fantasy. Jesus Christ. Join me on an intense spunk fantasy. <laughs> At Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> Potion ecstasy. Allow me to do my feature, which begins with a recap from a feature from an episode 102 episodes ago. Did I say the word episode in that sentence enough? <laughs> I don't think I did. 102 episodes ago. 102 episodes hence. What episode episode is that? It's not a repeat, is it? Because 36. We, we actually had quite a lot of tweets from... Uh, well, I'm gonna say it bell ends. Um, <laughs> people for our, for our poetry hour um, saying that because we'd all done poetry, it was a repeated feature. Bullshit! It, I, was a, it was a mono feature episode. Yeah, you fucking cretins. Because I genuinely couldn't remember a time when we'd all done poetry in the thing. Did we do that? Is that a thing? And we weren't even we were readers that episode. They just we were described as readers. Look, yeah. you're not going to catch us on the hop. Wow, yeah. We, we write the rules of the podcast. And we do think hard about them before. Like, there's a two-hour committee now. Yeah. <laughs> we scrutinise every feature for regularity. Yeah, pull it apart, go, I'm pretty sure you've been using that word too much, Gav. That's enough. Yeah. Like, not if you jebbing anymore, that's gone. Uh, I'm sorry yeah. for using it in that context. We're using it in a, in a, in a self-reflective... Exactly, yeah. So, context. so fuck them. <laughs> But it's not a repeat feature. It's not a repeat feature. It's more of a call back to the feature, and it's not my feature. It's um, in, that, in episode 36, I believe, 36. I became a godfather, and I did a questionnaire okay. about certain situations and how I might react in them. Right. Question one was, my goddaughter is three years old and has just fallen over on some gravel. She has grazed her knee, and it looks like she's about to cry. What do I do? Do I run over with my arms flapping, screaming Uncle Log Kissy Boo Boo? Do I try to discourage her from crying by ignoring her until it's clear that she's really hurt herself, at which point I tell someone nearby to call an ambulance while I smoke a menthol cigarette? Do I say, fuck this noise and get a cab to a fetish club to indulge in niche sexual tastes I'm planning to develop when I'm 40? Yeah. Or do I chuck <clears throat> some grit in her face and throw her into a tree? <laughs> I had a chance to find out what actually would happen today oh. in an animal farm no. in the northeast of London. What happened? She she was running, gay as you like, into an animal place of touching and feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and she misjudged a step and oh. came crashing to her knees and palms. No. Is she three as well? 
She's coming up to three, three years. Her next birthday, she's in her third year. The prophecy has been fulfilled. And I didn't do any of the things. I didn't show concern. I took a nervous step backwards and let her mother deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, Did you feel bad immediately afterwards? I didn't. I only felt bad because... Sarah, the mother, had already mentioned that it was about time that the that these things might unfold. You started pulling your fucking finger out as Godfather. Well, 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 yeah, well, she she told. Well, I only felt bad when she said you were rubbish at me. Oh well, no, you you absolute minx! I said, <laughs> but no, but there was a lovely moment. It where, does sound like you were a bit rubbish, though. Well, no, there was a moment where um, V was hugging Sarah okay. over one shoulder, and I tried to join in the affection by pressing my cheek against the other cheek and go, "You all right?" She's sick all over both of you. And she just swapped sides of the head and to get away from me. <laughs> but then there was a moment... <laughs> you can see, but then I moved round to the other side. She tried to swap again, but I put my hand in so she couldn't move. <laughs> then I bit her ear. and like, she's already crying. No one's going to notice a few extra tears. Fuck you. Just don't <laughs> leg. You don't reject me. <laughs> oh, no, see, I think uh, she got a bruise on her leg. Yeah. I mean, it looks like my fingers, but, I mean, you know, stones can be the size of fingers. You don't know. <laughs> There's a... But then there was a heartbreak moment when, in the middle of the tears, sobbing, she went, I love you, mummy. Oh, oh God, what did she think she was dying? Don't throw me into the pig pen, like on that Western drama where the pig ate all the people. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you let me watch these programmes, mummy? That's actually really cute. Yeah, so it turns out, um, I'm not so much overweening or distant, I'm yeah. just shit. And I'm, I plan to carry that through into the next <laughs> 16 to 20 years of her life before I begin to ignore her completely. What animals did you see? Uh, no pigs. I, I'm, I <clears throat> you look fuming about it as well. Well, well, before we got there, I asked her what her favourite animal was. She said pig. And when she wouldn't do a song for me, I said, will you do your song for me if I show you a pig? No you get your cock out. Just a little sign on the wall saying the pig died. <laughs> really? Yeah. The sign saying Tamara the pig had arthritis for a while and then she slipped a disc and it made it hard for her to walk. So they... It was in, the, the sentence that wasn't stated but was implied was so we murdered her. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <sighs> get a new pig. <laughs> yeah, there, was, there were two pigs, Tamara and Tia, yeah. which I think were the two <laughs> names <laughs> of the sister. That's a reference that none of those kids are getting. <laughs> Like, probably none of our readers will get that. <laughs> well, no, we all got it immediately, so I was, I was well impressed by that. It's because we're old and cultured. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're steeped in culture. Remember when we were testing the audio before we started recording the podcast and yeah. doing, our, doing our loudest laps, yeah. and they were clipping, and we were like, oh, we're never going to laugh that loud. Just did it, didn't we? And the thought of Tia and Tamara the pigs <laughs> made us clip. Fuck this. So thank you. Slightly thank you, Nickelodeon. <laughs> Shall I do my feature, then? That wasn't it. No. Good. Oh. Well, we'll have a double feature. <laughs> Whatever. Basically, you know me. You know I like bowling. <laughs> you, you know, know me. You, you've all seen me down the bowling alley. Ten pin Getting log. Strike after strike. Can't pull you out of the bowling alley. Log, come you get your chips. No. Not now. I'm in the middle of a strike frenzy. Back to bowl a turkey. Yeah, yeah. He's got his own shoes that say yeah. log on one side yeah. and bitching on the other yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> when I deliver a foot kick to your face when I beat you. And you know what the best thing about bowling is? When you've got so many strikes, you get animations that come up on the screen oh, that yes. are depict fantastic. And it's the amount. So good. Of, but I get so many strikes that I think I've seen some that you never have. Really? Ooh. 
I think I've seen, well, you've probably seen this one where the bowling ball knocks all but one skittle down. So the bowling ball skids to a halt, grows legs and walks back to the remaining pin. And the pin apologises frantically as the bowling ball grows muscular arms and chokes it until it's limp and lifeless. <laughs> that's, um, that's there's, a, there's a lot of those that happen. Where yeah. I've seen that like, one, I think, yeah. You nearly miss, but then the, it does something dramatic to get yeah, to yeah, score yeah. the strike. Part of the stock uh, animation pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get. And then another one that you've probably seen before is when the, a pterodactyl steals a pin and then carries it to a nest and in the nest there are three eggs but on closer inspection the three eggs are bowling balls who <laughs> set about the pin with fatal enthusiasm <laughs> fatal beakless enthusiasm <laughs> just sort of numbing it <laughs> yeah but then the, because I was getting so many strikes this time I was like 15 strikes on the trot in one game and that's not even possible the maximum mm. is 12 so I was getting two per frame. So you were bowling a perfect game. <laughs> More than that. They made everyone else stop bowling and they just ushered around him like, don't say a word, you put him off. You were running down, up and down, scoring strikes in other people's lanes. <laughs> the ball just managed to do a curve around to other lanes. Just one ball. A whole row of 15 lanes. Fifteen. Oh, you can imagine the points I was scoring. What a, whatever the opposite of probability collapsing is, it was constructing. It was the, it was the big bang of probabilities. <laughs> And so I got this one. The bowling ball rolls cheerfully down the alley, but there are no pins there. Looking down, he finds a matchbook from a nightclub. He gets into a taxi, driven by a nervous pin, and visits a nightclub, where the ten pins are performing sexy dance routines for a crowd of bowling balls with cigars jammed into their thumb balls. The bowling ball smashes everything up before giving the other bowling balls in attendance a stern and somewhat puritanical lecture about the sex industry. <laughs> Did the pins get knocked over in that one? Well, the pins got knocked over as part of him trashing the strip club joint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they felt bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> During the second game, because so many strikes, it was even the computer couldn't calculate what my score was. And this yeah. happened. A bowling ball is at the end of a queue to get into a cinema. It's close to the movie's starting time, but there are ten people in the queue ahead of him. He has an idea. He imagines the people as pins and smashes through them to get to the ticket booth. What is the film call that he is going to see? We pull back to reveal the name of the movie is actually called Strike. <laughs> Cut to inside the movie theatre where dozens of bowling balls are watching the previous animation about the matchbook in the nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked if they were watching the animation of him smashing the other one outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just over and over again, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's probably better. They're watching the animation of him smashing up the pins, but they're watching him actually smashing up ten human beings. <laughs> they're, not, they're not subject to his delusions. <laughs> Scotch that. That's better. <laughs> Do that. Ten pins dressed in monk costumes dance around a pentagram. A portal opens and a bowling ball with tentacles reveals the true nature of reality to them, causing instant insanity. Cut to a rapid montage of ten instantly recognisable suicide cliches. <laughs> <laughs> you give up on our towards the end, didn't you? <laughs> well, I was going to do ten suicide. One of them in a car, the pipe, uh, just have one of them kicking a chair. Right? No, who, wants to, who wants to list suicide cliches? <laughs> Two pins are in a hotel bed together. The doorbell rings. It is a bowling ball dressed as room service. <laughs> the bowling ball lifts the huge dish to reveal a gun, which he uses to shoot one of the pins, who slumps to the floor. His suddenly obvious erection wilting as the life ebbs from him. The other pin jumps successfully out of the window, making good her escape. 
Spare flashes up on the screen. <laughs> the bowling, the bowling ball cannot rest. A strike has happened in the real world, so he must score a strike in this cartoon world too. And so begins the greatest cat and mouse game the world has ever seen, as both ball and escape pin sink unlimited resources into hunting and evading each other, respectively. Every global landmark, historical event and work of fiction is referenced in this chase. The finale occurs in front of the Sphinx, with the pin and ball both visibly old and exhausted. You know, laughed the bowling ball bitterly, you're the closest thing I've ever had to a friend. I had nine friends, spits the pin. <laughs> I had a life, a lover, and you took it all away. All you can do is destroy. There's no beauty in you. The bowling ball shoots the final pin. The sphinx weeps a tear and says, Truly, your behaviour is a riddle that even I cannot solve. <laughs> and that's... And with that... I scored a perfect 300 and roller skated out of the building. <laughs> Come with me and we'll be in a world of regular fajitas. So I've recently had a change in circumstances in my life, but I've realised that I've forgotten how to be awesome again. So I thought the only way of doing that is to read one of those books that people are always talking about, like the pickup artist books. But I didn't want to read that, but I thought, what's better than a pickup artist? Richard Burton. Richard Burton is <laughs> amazing. He married, he married Elizabeth Taylor. He seemed to get away with almost as much bad stuff as I. Like, I think he got away with worse <laughs> than me, to be honest. Like, some of the stories about Richard Burton going on the lash, on the lash, like a big lad that he is. Um, I mean, he's, he was an enfant terrible, wasn't he? Exactly, yeah. And I think, so I thought, well, if I buy his diaries, I was sort of be able to learn from that and not in a douchebag way like learning how to pick up girls in, as a pickup artist but I just basically try and be Richard Burton because I am Just Welsh. behave in a way that's so terrible that it becomes irresistible. Exactly. People think there's a man living his own life and I'm really caught up in that whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm, I think I'm almost there but I've sort of forgotten how to do it and I didn't write a book called The Gav Murphy Diaries that I could read so but Richard Burton has so that's really good. But, um, <laughs> this is, so this is one of my favourite bits. This is a bit that he, he wrote, and it's generally, I think this is good. 9th of February, 1972, Budapest. E and I, Elizabeth Taylor, E, E, because oh, Elizabeth. E.T., e. I'd call her. <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it that. <laughs> and I did our go-into-bed exercises last night together. What? Is especially droll when we do running on the spot as she has to hold her breasts, one hand on each. For firm as they are, they are pretty big and the resultant wiggle waggle is a pretty fetching sight. And were it open to the public, it would fetch in a lot of people, like 10 million. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, it would, uh, yeah, a few people want to see that. I'm not even kidding. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 10 million people would see that. Mm. So what's running on the spot then? Does, is that like him, him sort of like... She's got her legs wrapped around his waist and he's fucking her. I think they're doing it independently. I don't think it's sex. No. Oh, what? But no, I think they're actually doing exercises. Also, going yeah. to bed exercises wasn't a coy no. way of saying having a fucky pump. Fucky <laughs> pump. No, I think they are actually just running on the spot. Like, oh. So it sounds like they're getting off their bonds and having a lots of weird sex with their tits are going everywhere. It's actually not what's happening. Oh, um, I see. The thing is, I read this book when it came out and I remember that bit because I read it and I laughed at it then but this one must be like a reprint or something like that because there's bits in it that I'm reading now that I just don't recognise I think I must have picked up some like weird like special edition or something like that because there's a bunch of entries that I definitely hadn't read before 
Um, mm. And I just want to read some of them to you right now. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you? No. <laughs> so this one's from the 27th of June, 1967. None of us were born then. No. But we were. How, when is four years ago? Don't, if I could glare more ferociously. <laughs> <laughs> so 1967. He was, uh, he was filming and directing Dr. Faust's at that time. Oh, classic. Yeah, classic. He says, it's well boring directing films, but I've worked out if I feel myself getting sleepy, I pretend like I've seen a ghost and refuse to shoot anymore until the ghost is gone. People are getting a bit sick of it though, so I reckon I can only do it twice more, maybe three times max. <laughs> <laughs> the director of photography called my bluff and brought his father-in-law, who is a priest on set, to splash that posh water about. I did a bit sick on his shoes and he fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember reading that the first time around. Mm. <laughs> 3rd of March, 1968. Went round Weatherspoons for Curry Club. I honestly don't know how they make a profit when you get a curry, naan, rice, those big crisp things that I like, and a pint of Carlin, all for 5 99 They say they say there's people like starving in the world and that, but I don't see how that can be. Honestly, <laughs> 5 99 I was going to buy two, but that seemed a bit flash. <laughs> He's humble, like, because yeah. he came from, like, similar beginnings to me, and I think, yeah, buying two curry clubs... Just for the sake of it, because they're five ninety nine. Yeah, you don't show off. Yeah. Also, he was being hounded by press and stuff. Imagine that like, on the Sun newspaper, like, oh, down to earth is he? Yeah. You're saying eating two curries. But it wouldn't even be like he was eating them both at the same time. He'd probably wrap one up in tinfoil and take it home. Exactly. That's what he was thinking. Yeah. I'd say set the table with two people, like like he's been stood <clears> up, and then look at the one, and they say, well, I'll change seats and eat the second one. Like, waste not, want not. Yeah. That's how I'd deal with that and situation. Then latecomer paparazzos, yeah. it looks like he's uh, someone just left mid-meal and left him by himself. So he's yeah. entitled to sit sadly by himself. Oh, he, he's been stood up. Yeah. He's like, oh, Elizabeth Taylor, she's so erratic. She hasn't turned up to Curry Club again. Yeah. Now he's got to eat two curries. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him belting down that madras. <laughs> 27th of April, 1969. Liz got the ump with me because I switched over the Netflix account to get all the US stuff. It's 69. <laughs> Fraser's not on the UK one, and I don't think all the X-Files are either. Though I think the second X-Files film is on there, but fucked if I'm watching that. Liz went mad because she couldn't find the old Louis Theroux. Turns out she'd been spelling it Lewis. What a palaver. <laughs> Interesting note, the Inspector Morse spin-off Lewis is on the US Netflix. I can't imagine many Yanks getting much out of that. Tickle me that, dude. <laughs> He's a simple man. He's yeah. a really simple man. <laughs> You know Louis Lewis thing? It's like Louis C.K.'s things called Louis with an E. Yeah, that's just confusing. Why did he do that? Yeah. Fucking if Louis was out in on the 1969 Netflix, I dare say he would have had a bit of trouble with that. A breakdown well. you would have had there. <laughs> August 1st, 1973. Went out with Ollie Reed. Took him to the old Red in Angel. As we walked in, I did pinch punch first of the month of him as it was August 1st. He went fucking mad. <laughs> like, I've never regretted doing something so quickly. He was doing it to everyone, but forgot to say no return to one guy who put him through a window. <laughs> got Russell's on the way home. Lizzie heard the microwave go and got pissed off because I, I didn't bring her one. Fuming she was. <laughs> it's nice. They're like He's just like us. And this is the final like extra entry of just, what I found. I just imagine him sort of like, wait, just shushing the microwave. Just having a go, shush, 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 shush. <laughs> Yeah, pressing the open door button before the bing goes. <laughs> but then forget him trying it again it goes <laughs> yeah so this is the final extra bit that I've managed to find there might be more in there I don't know um, January 7th 1970 we drove past the cemetery where Liz's auntie was buried Liz started to cry a bit 
I thought I'd lighten the mood, so I said, how many people are dead in there? Liz? <laughs> Liz? Liz, I'm talking to you. Liz? She cried a bit more, so I just told her, all of them! <laughs> she asked me to pull the car over. We missed our dinner reservation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now I've learned all that. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm back on the prowl. So if I ever drive past a cemetery, uh, I'm going to do that joke, because it's a really good joke. <laughs> I've forgotten the punchlines of that joke. I do. Yeah, and then when Richard Burton said it. And like, then Richard Burton said it because yeah, he's like, so oh, funny. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, Liz didn't like it though. Look, you're looking at your phone as if you're going to read something out. You've been looking at your phone throughout Gav's entire feature and frankly I think it's... Was I was still read? joining in, I think you'll find. I think he was checking the validity of it. <laughs> no, what it reminded me of was something that I'd written a long time ago and I was... Just let, just kept tapping my phone to keep the ski, screen live. Okay. Mm. Uh, but a, a similar role model to mine, Kenneth Williams, he okay. wrote his own diary. And this is something I wrote on disappointment.com before it was a blog, before anything. And, and it was um, a list of diary entries, some of which are true and some of which are false. Okay. So it's a theme that you probably found me using on the podcast <laughs> quite a little bit. <laughs> So, I mean, if you want to go through it now, because we're a bit light on features, don't we? Bolster it. Bolster the shit up. I don't have a feature, so... Well... Know. That's a pointed at me, Log. Can Steve read it? Well, you were speaking. And I was trying not to snub you. <laughs> you can do it, but you have to do it as Steve. So you have to go, now it's time for Steve's regular feature. So we'll have a jingle here. Regular features. What's the next one? I hope it's something about Gabby's His two buttocks as sweet as roses. Between which the girls will stick their noses. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Kenneth Williams. Real or not real at all? I'm all mine were real, As Richard Burns, so this is technically not repeating a feature, so fuck off whoever tweets me. <laughs> As you all know, I'm a huge fan of Kenneth Williams, big mm-hmm. fan of his movies and his um, after-dinner speeches and general personality. Is that, am I doing it right, Steve? Yeah, no, this is on you, brand. You'll, oh, you'll, you can, you'll often catch me just sitting there enjoying a small picture of Kenneth Williams <laughs> that I framed and kept in a, in, a, in a tiny cupboard. That is part of the... Yeah. <laughs> I do, so you will often see me doing the thing that pertains to this feature. <laughs> so, you can imagine my pleasure when I found the Kenneth Williams diaries and decided to write some entries up that were made up and then intersperse them with ones that were actually real. And I'm going to read them all in order now. Excellent. You can tell me whether you think they're real or hardly. Okay. 22nd of February, 1926. I was born today... <laughs> What a tiresome and wearying experience it was. When I first opened my eyes, the crushing weight of my life to come was visited upon me. I took my first breath of fetid, poisonous air and I began to cry. False. False. Pencils are too big for him. Absolutely. (laughs) 26 years later. Wednesday the 27th of February, 1952. I am 26 years old and I still haven't had any fabulous reviews, appeared in any carry-on films or died. What is wrong with this world where one's destiny is kept from one? How can this be fair? It is all a load of shit. I like men. Real or hardly? That's hardly uh, for his eerie prescience, which he did not have. <laughs> which he should not have If he had had, had it also was not true. <laughs> no. Thursday, 18th of December, 1952. 
Wish I'd never seen Peter Pan. Hate it bitterly. <laughs> that's, that's true. Real. That's, that's real wicked. <laughs> Absolutely true. I mean, that's like, that is the general tone of some of his stuff. He was such an angry, bitter man. Really? Who, who took delight in sort of farting and then yeah. really he doesn't have it obnoxious farts in the, <laughs> in the Richard Burton diaries he puts like he puts like little bits of script of like arguments that they've had and uh, he says I know you're laughing at this right now this was real it was actually real I hate her <laughs> <laughs> next thing oh we're in Budapest again <laughs> Monday the 9th of November 1953 still haven't quite got over seeing Peter Pan <laughs> if anything my hatred's deepened over the last year if I were to sacrifice myself to one end, it would be just to destroy Peter Pan. <laughs> Is he Captain Hook? <laughs> I have been watching Once Upon a Time. So, um, I wrote this like 15 years ago and I haven't read it since, so I'm, I'm, it's, it's a bit light on punchlines for me, more than me. Um, that wasn't real. Saturday 22nd of December 1956. Sandy Wilson party at nine-ish. Liz Welch was there. She is superb. Better real. It is real. He likes some people. Oh, yeah. Just not Sunday to the, the next day. I was the worst for drink last night. I could hardly believe my eyes to read the diary this morning. Liz Welch is a vapid whore. She talks of nothing but her hair, and when she walks, a melange of foreign semen is teased out of her by the jostling motion of her over-ample thighs. Superb my arse. <laughs> That's got to be bang on. Yeah, true. <laughs> not true. <laughs> like you say that, so someone's going to go, that is not true to me. I've read the book. It's a state book in touch. <laughs> 1957 Memoranda. I am beginning to get famous now, which is about bloody time. However, I still hate everyone and everything, and I'm constantly racked with pain throughout my body and a cancerous malevolence in my heart. I wish I had someone who would help me. Some people have offered to help me but they are so diabolically repulsive that I threw a Toby jug at them. <laughs> That's true. It's got to be. Tuesday the 10th of September, 1963. All day in the bloody rowing boat until I was aching all over. Charles Hawtrey was pissed. Breath smelled appallingly. It's a disgrace. Still, one must be charitable. <laughs> that's bang on. That's, 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 that's so bitter, isn't it? That's, that's exactly what he said. Like, yeah. Still, so, so one must be charitable. Yes, yeah. that's why you're keeping right, this diary to be charitable. Bitch yeah. about him later on. Twenty <laughs> third of July, nineteen sixty seven. Dinner with Joe Orton and Ken Halliwell. I love them. They are both so kind. Even if Joe does trade in toilets, <laughs> I led Rip with the most pungent and sustained fart. Neither Joe or Ken seem to mind. They are quite sophisticated in this respect. However, some obnoxious inbred bore at the next table said, Pooh, how revolting. If I could have leapt over to her table and torn her head from her shoulders, I would have done. But my knees are not 100% today. <laughs> Ken and Joe are rubbish. They deserve each other. I hope they die. <laughs> he did have really bad legs, that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that they were all true. That, that one wasn't true, but I'm going to say they were all true. Well, don't say that, because there's still some competition out there, isn't it? 24th of March 1968. I had the bowel motion and went to tip my fag ash down the loo and burned me cock. There's always something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that one, that's famous. It was on a t shirt. That is actually true. Is it? Really? He burnt his cock tapping fag out between his legs. What is that? Yes. I've got a lot of time for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
went to tip me fag ash down the loo and burned me cock. <laughs> and then said to that, I was like, there's always something. There's rolls eyes. He's blaming someone else. Like, oh, what now? Yeah. Oh, great. Someone's flicked fag ash on my cock. No, it's you. You did it. <laughs> That's how You've I'd just imagine. written. That's how I'd imagine Garfield would react if he burned his cock. <laughs> At the studios today, to brighten things up, I hid my cock between my legs and impersonated a vagina for Angela Douglas. She sunk her head in her hands and moaned, Oh, God, how horrible, and didn't find it amusing at all. This is where she lacks graciousness. <laughs> that's 100% true. That is actually true. Oh, wow. Shut that's, up. that's a genuine snippet from his diary. Well, I don't know what to believe it's anymore. Because you've literally all, told us that every one of them are true. It's all blending into... Well, the ones that aren't true, I've said, that's true, that's not true. <laughs> oh, so okay. if you're reading this, then the ones where I've gone, that's not true. Those are the ones I didn't that aren't you true. Say okay, that. Yeah, right. them. I didn't yeah. you say like once or twice. But... Had Sid, Hattie, Joan, Barbara, Bernard and Charlie around hang on, for so, dinner. Hang on, go back. So he was just walking around set pretending to be a vagina. He had, a, he had his cock between his legs and impersonated as a vagina for Andrew oh. Douglas, who'd probably know what one looked like. Yeah, he so, impersonated God. having a vagina. Yeah, that's what... Because when he said he was, he was a vagina, he wasn't like putting his hands on his legs. Woo! I have a vagina! A whole body impersonation. Like the A from YMCA. <laughs> 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 but way sexier. <laughs> Had Sid, Hattie, Joan, Barbara, Bernard and Charlie around for dinner. They were all perfectly awful except for Barbara, whom I love more than anything else in the world. And even she is a stupid cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where I think that was the birth of the pussy pals in there somewhere. But that's not real. <laughs> the BBC showed a pathetic thing called Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> hey, now... With Michael Bates, Peter Salis, and that Owen being repulsive. It was banal dialogue and had the laughter dubbed on. It was chronic. That's, that's 100%. He wasn't a fan of uh, Last of Summer Wine. No, that's really Kenneth Williams did not like Last of Summer Wine. That is true. Today is my 50th birthday. I spent a full hour on the toilet, far longer than I usually afford myself, and felt substantially better for it. Presents were a shower, as usual. Sid sent me a peppermill shaped like a fish. It must be French. What on earth does he think I'm going to do with a fish puking pepper onto my fish fingers? <laughs> I despair. <laughs> True or not? That's See, now I'm back in. Yeah. Um, I think I really want that to be true. Because uh, yes. fish puking pepper onto my fish fingers is fucking beautiful. But that, I, that's I straight made that up. up. Yeah. 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 Oh, are you, are you genuinely trying to trick people? I was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I was. I put more effort into this thing than I did for any of my features. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I was, was going to put that out, sir. Okay. I can't believe how transparent my sort of the live show feature was when I wrote the fake sort of comedy porn stuff. And no one, no one was fooled by my porn. No. Fuck you. It's because you're so enthusiastically willing to entertain. Yeah. Not. <laughs> He's deceive. a natural, Steve. You put entertainment before deception. Mm, true. I, I also want to... True. Be, I want you want to play with him now. Watch the Panorama programme about Iraq and it was a usual pious rubbish about Saddam Hussein being a tyrant and a torturer. Yet when such a leader is removed, the ensuing chaos is deplored by the same censurers. <laughs> that's you. No, that's that's him. He was he was, he was quite he, a, he quite liked, that was nineteen eighty one. That was the first time Saddam Hussein was on telly came about. <laughs> was popular. I walked to and through wind and snow and found all the papers had gone. Staggered home through the slush and thought that this must be the most miserable period I've experienced in nineteen seventy six. 
That wasn't interesting enough to be fake. That was obviously true. <laughs> Didn't like that one. I like yours better. You should write his diary. You should write more diaries for people. Philip Larkin is dead. Surely the whole world must end now that this fine man has left it. I scribbled a quick poem in my notebook when I heard. Although if anyone should ever read it, I would squeal and die. All right then, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Larkin, I've thought about parking my penis in your gob. Oh, Mr. Larkin, the dogs are barking. Won't you suck my knob? <laughs> <laughs> you almost went into the song, man. Would you suck my knob? Is that real? Of course it's not real. I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> Fucking no way is that real. Say, if that's real, I'll let you put your cock in my mouth. I'm not even sure if you guys are real anymore. I'm sweating. <laughs> that's not... That wasn't Steve real. Steve is really ill. <laughs> and the final entry in his, in his diary was... <laughs> Bloody hell, my back hurts so much and everything's shit. I bet I'm going to die soon. Wouldn't that be the way? I bet I die on the toilet. The indignity of some doctor trying to pull my trousers up over my shitty ass is something I am glad I shall not be there to witness. <laughs> everything is so shit. I really can't see the point in anything. It's all so fucking shit. I'm going to put loads of pills in my mouth, sit on the toilet and see what happens. <laughs> That's real. you. Yes. That was the man's last. He was found the next day, dead on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> With a massive shitty ass. <laughs> well, oh, what, a, what a tragic life that man had. And yet he was capable of entertaining. Mm. Yes. Well, that was episode 138 um, eight of Regular Features. Did you like it? What do you think? If you really liked it, you can go www.regularfeatures. No, www.patreon.com forward slash regular features and pay us for it. Like you fucking should. Please like do. We deserve. Do. I'll read more pages from the website I wrote fifteen years ago. Phrase it like that. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go to greenmangaming.com forward slash regular features, click on our face, and buy yourself a game. You fucking nerd. <laughs> Which one is uh, when you say rude health is good, isn't it? What do you mean? Rude. Rude health is fine. Being... Fettle. Okay, but rude is like bad. That always confused me. Being in rude health. This is in the middle of my sales pitch. We should have talked about this before this is like in Mad Men when Don says something Shit. fucking weird <laughs> but then he eventually wins the pitch so yeah. carry on actually what I was going to say I'm going to be in, in rude health next week okay and Log won't have to do old stuff on his website do, do my feature. and pretend to be you for about a second before yeah. we forget that we've asked him to do that and he just goes on and does it by himself what did you want me to do carry on saying things that made it sound like I was Steve yeah that's the like saying oh look at me I'm ten years younger than I actually am <laughs> on that bitchy note <laughs> we shall see you next week meow bye <laughs> uh, bye I was made for regular features you were made for what is that racket outside is the mic picking that up party time what a bloody racket oh doors open that's Brian coming in hi Brian you're, let, you're letting the babies in <laughs> Brian do you know those kids Give him a slap then. <laughs> you can't go to jail if they're not yours, as the old saying goes. <laughs> Leave it at him. <laughs>